All right, who am I? I started this gangster shit, pioneer <laughs> of the game. I had a my first writing directing movie is a day of the week. I'm a writer, director, producer, and rapper. I think you got it already. Am I tattooed on your leg? No. Oh, so you ask Cube. That, what you, woman, what are we going to talk about in the intro oh, now? Damn it. In a world where podcast is spelt with two T's, unlikely heroes, Jade and MJK, come together to talk about stuff and try to get sponsors for their weekly show. This is Not Another Podcast. Straight out of lockdown, crazy motherfucker named Casey from that group called Not Another Podcast. You try to fuck with NAP, you can't fuck with me straight out of lockdown, lockdown. Hey yo, Jay. What up? Have you say. Straight out of lockdown, lockdown. I'm the sister that'll smother your mister. And I just got a blister for playing eight games of Twister. It's season seven, episode six. Straight out of lockdown. Lockdown. Welcome to season seven, episode six of another podcast. Mm -hmm. MJK, what have you watched lately? That is a very good question. Thank you very much. Thank Jade. you. So I recently got the uh, the Disney Plus. Oh, that so is I've exciting been news. Fucking pretty hard with that lately. So I watched for the first time ever cult film Office Space. Oh, by the Disney Plus. Jennifer I'm sure Aniston. Yeah, pre nose job Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> also, Raising Arizona, a Coen Brothers classic made in the eighties. Nicolas Cage, Holly Hunter. Oh wow. John Goodman. Yeah. Really fun film. Classic Coen Brothers. Right. I watched, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Taiki Watiti, one of his early films called Boy. Oh, yes, I, I know of it, yes. Fantastic yeah. fucking movie. Set yeah. in the 80s, the kid who plays Boy, his son, is obsessed with Michael Jackson. <laughs> and the dad, played by Taiki Watiti, is of obsessed course. with E.T. Oh, man, and he thinks everything looks like E.T. <laughs> Great fucking movie. Highly recommend it on Netflix at the moment. So I think oh, it's only Boy like is. a 90-minute yeah, right. movie, so it's a good easy watch for Chial out there as well as Jade, who mm -hmm. I'm looking at. <clears throat> uh, staying with the Coen Brothers, I watched The Ballad of Buster Shrugs. Yeah, it, right. Uh, it's kind of like if it was a book, it would just be a bunch of short stories, and that's right. how the movie's presented. Mm -hmm. Set back in the Wild West. Some of the little short stories are brutal and awesome, mm. others are kind of just like, eh, yeah, very, very enjoyable movie. I watched Blood Red Sky on the Netflix. Have you seen the trailer oh, for that? Yes. Uh, uh, on the plane? Instead mm. on a plane, yeah, the bald guy from Prison Break and Legends of Tomorrow is like the baddie. Or yeah, the Dominic yeah. Purcell, our Australian. Is it right? It's about forty minutes too long. Yeah, right. It's been a commentary for a lot of films yeah, recently. So, uh, you've seen the whole trailer, right? Yeah. Okay, so no, no spoilers. No, no, no. It's mostly a vampire movie. Right. So yeah. and pretty much all of the trailer leading into the the vampire part. It's only like ten minutes before shit gets vampire. Oh wow! So if that was stretched out a bit, it would have been alright. And then just the rest. It's like a two hour and twenty minute movie. It, what really? Yeah, really yeah that's did not way need too to be long. That fucking long. And finally, I watched Willy's Wonderland. 
Nicholas Cage. Oh yeah, that real cray cray <clears throat> one. We watched the trailer two ages ago. Yeah, strange movie. That shit crazy. Not, not really. Does he say anything in the entire not film? Not a single word. <laughs> this is what I remember being said. He barely even changes his facial expression. So he goes... Oh. <laughs> long story he's short, he's told that someone will fix his car if he can do a night of work. Because right. the city's got no internet, so he can't pay by a card. At this carnival arcade type place, right? kind of like, just think of like a, a restaurant, but it's kid themed and they've got mechanical animals that sing yep. and all that kind of stuff. But they're, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Possessed by demons and shit, which is why it's shut down. And also ah, that's right. they send that's people right. who won't be missed in his tribute. But the thing is, he's got no issue with fucking with demons. Yeah, he's like, all right, put this, take this in my So he's hands. like cleaning the place, doing a really good job of it. Mm-hmm. And then he'll kill them and then clean up after it. So, and then there's a little bit of backstory and stuff, which makes it kind of interesting. But right. overall, it's a very silly What's that film. on? Stan. Aha. Uh-huh. And uh, Buster Shrugs was on Netflix. Boy was on Netflix. And yeah, Willie's Wonderland was on Stan. Finish The Wire. Oh my God. For the first time ever yes. in your 34 years of life, you have finally finished The Wire after re-watching the first couple of seasons at mm. least three times. Uh, first two seasons... Three-ish times, mm-hmm. three and four twice, and the fifth season only once because I was kind of not disappointed, but okay. the overall... That's what I was about to ask. The overall story arc for the entire season was kind of disappointing. Okay. A lot of good new characters, a couple of annoying ones who you're meant to hate. Okay. Um, McNulty's back to his shitbag self, so yes. he's kind of hard to enjoy, but mm. at the same time, that's why you love him because he's an alcoholic scumbag. Yeah, right. Um, overall, really good show, but... Season five was almost not a chore, but I didn't like where it, it was going. Sucks when the last season doesn't quite hit the nail on the head. It kind of the only other final season that I was watching and just kind of all the way disappointed through would probably be Dexter. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. something that come to mind straight away. Alrighty, I have watched via Stan Black Monday season one. Don Cheadle, Regina oh, Hall, yeah. set in the eighties Wall Street. Yeah, that's right. Fucking Movie amazing show. TV it's show. TV show, yeah. Uh, Ten, ten episodes? He's been nominated a bit for that, Cheadle, from memory. The show is amazing. Mm. Uh, it's one of Seth Rogen's many productions. Oh, wow. Yeah, his name's come up on a few things. You need to watch this with Skusi. Yeah? Yeah, it's amazing. Is it uh, comedy? Yes, uh, just the, the best kind of comedy. Okay, cool. We're always looking for something lighter to watch in between all the heavy dramas. So. Yeah, and there's stuff for you gals in there. There's a bit of romance and shit as Yeah, well. cool. We're, for the first four episodes, it was my favourite show. And then... I started watching another show <gasps> called City on a Hill. Hey, finally. No, it's good, right? Fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah. Just I love the whole tone and vibe and the setting. Everything. So yeah. And Sarah Shahi's like the perfect, you know, like Boston hard chick. She's really good in it. And yeah. Everything Kevin Bacon says is either just so politically incorrect <laughs> or almost motivating in a way. Like, yeah. hey, buddy, you know those two things behind your cock? They're called balls. Step on it. <laughs> Yeah, he's uh, quite the character. So all kinds of enjoyed that. Was literally hanging on the edge of my seat, wanting to. I spread it out. But you've watched all of season one. All of season one's done. Everything. It's like eight or ten eps. Ten for season ten. one, eight in season two, and can't wait to watch season two. Right, that's the one I haven't seen. You have um, to let me know. Kicking it to uh, Netflix again. I mm-hmm. watched the mini doco series on how to become a tyrant, which mm-hmm. is, you know, it's got Stalin, Saddam Hussein, Hitler. 
um, Kim Jong-un, where they basically chronicle how they rose to power and how they kept it. Oh, okay. Narrated by... Oh, I saw something about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of silly yeah. in the way it's presented, and okay. it's narrated by Peter Dinklage. And he always, oh, wow. He says things like, to end a sentence, like, now, that's how you control your people, oh, isn't it? A yeah, yeah, a little, little strange. Okay. <laughs> an easy watch. Each episode's about a half hour. Oh, cool. Um, sticking with docuseries on Stan, I watched The Comedy Store, the docuseries based on the LA Comedy Store. Right. So you see everybody from... Michael Keaton, Jay Leno, Joe Rogan, Whitney Cummings, uh, my man Bill Burr, Burr Crusher, yeah. Tom Segura, name pretty much any comedian yeah, you right. can think of. They've come through that. They're featured on this and have been regulars there. <clears throat> and legends like, you know, Roseanne Barr and Freddie Prince and mm. David Letterman, all those types of people. Wow. Very good watch. Now moving to Disney+. Plus. I watched Game Changers, The Mighty Ducks. Yes, yes. Very catered, very much catered to younger audience, I've heard. Yes, but mm-hmm. it, it's a very easy watch. But it's so what Disney presents themselves as now, like the most diverse cast. Right. One of the kids got two mummies. You know, like it's just... It, right. And it's it's not bad. It's no, fun. it's not a bad thing, but it's no, just no, no, not no, what yeah. you experience with The Mighty Ducks. For yeah, sure. it was it was weird. But it was also good for nostalgia because some of the ducks come back at some point. Oh, cool. I was going to ask that. Your boy watched WandaVision and loved it. Oh. <gasps> Yes, of course. You can access that stuff now. Oh, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I How know. fun is Kat Dennings and oh, yeah. your boy? Yeah, my man's Randall Park. Yeah. Uh, I loved all the callbacks to the old um, yeah, sitcoms. Yeah, each, each episode, excuse me, and I would be sitting there like, what episodes, what shows is this referencing yeah, like and what period of time? Full House, Malcolm in the Middle. Uh, what was the latest one? The um, it's, Modern it's Family. It's Modern Family talking to the camera like a docuseries. Yeah, yeah so, yeah. so clever. I just could not believe how much, again, like the first two episodes were a bit rough. Oh, but 100%. I still in, 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 still enjoy them for so they were. it's so different, I guess. But at the same time, you're going, what's happening? And where is this going? Like, yeah, how little, is this Marvel? Yeah. And just the little thing teases to say, like where, for example, something would happen. It would be like, oh, and then they'd run it back and it would be like a happy thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was just like, hmm. And then, of course, I watched Falcon and Winter Soldier. You did? Oh, cool. Wasn't, I think that would have been better as a movie. Yeah. yeah, they would have. Yeah, it just drags on in all these places. Chop out a lot of shit. The end game was um, getting Sam to be Captain America, and now you know this uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus character mm-hmm. too. Now, and I didn't mind Russell White as Captain America eventually turning into U.S. agent, but no, because um, he'll be a, a Dark Avenger, I'm sure, or a Thunderbolt, or even better. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, actually, I got nothing better. <laughs> I'm onto it. I watched uh, Loki. Yes, very good, wasn't it? It opens up um, for Doctor Strange more so, but it can also explain how we get Fantastic Four, I guess. Yeah, because the whole time they were talking about it, I was like, this is play setting for, mm. uh, I was about to say, WandaVision, Doctor Strange in the multiverse, yeah. which is going to have Wanda in it apparently yes. very heavily. Yes. So I'm pretty keen on that. Um, so you've watched all of it? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All Lo- up to date with you now. Low-key Jungle Cruise. Sick. Um <laughs> Okay, I, I I see what you're putting down. I better uh-huh. not disappoint this yeah, time. Yeah, better not because I hate uh, to have I'm to onto it. I'm onto it. And also oh, via man. Disney Plus, I watched one of my favorite shows, which I've never seen. I've never seen the full series or full episodes of any one season. Fresh off the boat. Oh yeah, nice. Randall Park and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Jessica Wu. Uh, fantastic show. I highly recommend you watch that because it's just a fun sitcom. Yeah, I think it would be fun. Yeah, yeah. cool cast. And. Uh, think oh and via games because we say we're supposed to talk about that shit 100 percent. 
Mobile game, AEW general manager on my mobile. So oh, I've just shit. been doing some booking for wrestling. Oh. It's been pretty fun. <laughs> I was going to say, is that the gig? Yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's pretty exciting. And uh, <clears throat> any questions on any of that? Because that's me done. <laughs> no, I'm just excited you have Disney Plus now because you've seen a lot of these things I've been talking about previously uh, within the Marvel Universe. And it means, and we were talking about this just before, that you'll have access straight away to What If, which is August 11th. Super keen on that. Which would be super cool. Uh, ask and me, Hawkeye in October, November. Ask me... Uh, how many days it took me to watch or one division captain america went okay i always do that falcon winter soldier oh, it's trippy and loki Go on oh, how many days did it take you to watch one division falcon and the winter soldier and loki just take this oh yeah uh four days ding 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 did i get that right nah oh no no you, that's oh. literally <laughs> it took me four days oh, oh, i just threw out a number i was like oh and wow you, you were correct you're smashing That's it. You're back into the game. You've the last previous list were It was like, like an avalanche. Luster. It was an yeah. avalanche, son. Well, it just means you're enjoying that content. I, I guess. was like, because I was scrolling through Stan, and I was just like, "What's the point of me even having fucking having this?" And I was like, "Okay, Black Monday, I've heard's amazing." Okay. And I've seen and Don Cheadle promoter on Conan. Yes. And the trailer, well, the little short they showed on there, I was just like, "I need to watch this show." Mm. So I was like, "Just fucking watch it." And same City with on City on a Hill. Yeah. I was just good, like, good, good. Gave it a chance. I was like, if it doesn't catch me in the first 10 minutes, just give it time. Nah, and it first did. 10 minutes is good. Yeah. Him yeah. paying off people yeah. at, a, at a wake. Yes. Oh, by people. He's paying off cops. You know, to immediately who, who, what he's about, for yeah. sure. And they're like, yeah, this is only $15. He's like, it's Boston. It's tax. <laughs> I just knew you'd love the accents for sure. And that's 90s Boston setting. Oh, and just the way they talk to each other. It's perfect. Yeah. Like, really good. Uh, you know, Frankie. I don't feel good about your brother doing this job. You can feel free to go tell me to go fuck myself. And he goes, fuck yourself. <laughs> Just walks away. <laughs> like dialogue that works. It's perfect. I love it. So let on me, woman. Yes. I uh, also watched Loki season one via Disney Plus. And I think it was a bit slow to begin with here and there. Oh, and Wilson's character was great. But the last couple of episodes are really like boom, boom, boom. I thought it was more, for me personally, more slow in the middle when he was kind of just yeah, hanging out with very the, much so. Girl the Key. What's her name? Yep. Girl Loki. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Goki. Was it like Sylvia yeah, or so something? I've watched that. I also finished Atypical Season 4 on Netflix, which was the series finale. We knew that going into it, so it meant they could really wrap it all up and it was a very satisfying ending and really, really enjoyed it. And obviously all the apps are all up at once with Netflix and uh, Disney Plus. So got through it pretty quickly, I would say, within the week. I watched a movie called Real Still with Hugh Jackman. I where think he I've seen that at one fights like a robot. as robots because he's an ex-boxer. And he's sort of reunited with his estranged young son. Um, and yeah, they go on a journey together fighting in the ring. Oh, damn. I think I saw that, but it was very unmemorable for me. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's alright. I had its moments. Found it like oh shit. Every <gasps> every boxer movie, but with robots. It sounds like you're peeing. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it is if you put the microphone there. Well, I didn't put the microphone there, <laughs> did I? Anyway, he's not peeing. Um, he's pouring a yeah, beer. it was okay. I'd, I'd had it uh, sitting on the old hard drive for quite some time. So that movie's from 2011. It's 10 years old already. So I was doing yeah. some catch up there. Um, I what I read the book Educated by written by Tara Westover. It'd been recommended by a couple of teachers at school. What's it about? And it's a non-fiction book about a uh, child of Mormons who is homeschooled and then 
learned pretty quickly like this is not the life I want to live I want to get an education I want to go to uni and her journey of getting out of what is quite an abusive household so low-key she just wanted to get out of there so she could celebrate her birthday probably. <laughs> yeah she had no birth certificate she had no idea really how old she was most of the time and it was really really hard to find documentation so, what was that show you watch with a chick she was like 50 posing a 20 year old that's basically what it is <laughs> younger yeah <laughs> that connection oh my god but it's just really well written so it's non-fiction but it feels very creative and just very a lot of the way she describes the things that are happening around her her memory i think came a lot from her journals because she remembers things in such detail so i figured she's she refers to her journals quite a lot either that or she's got asperger's yeah (laughs) or photographic memory or something um i spoke about in the previous episode that fear street film trilogy on netflix based on the rl stein series back in the day so i finished that out uh since our last podcast part three 1666 which is obviously at the time of burning witches yep burning witches at the stake that was really really cool because like i said before it starts in the 90s goes to 78 and american summer camp and ends in 66 which is what really the origin story Mm. and then sort of actually does spoiler end back in the 90s where they round it back out to that first uh, film question yes thank you hands uh, up guys that's how we do it in this classroom <laughs> i would just want to know if even though it's spread out over centuries and decades yep do they use the same cast yes oh that's cool yes so it's like american horror so you get story, a 90s but... cast and you get a 70s cast and there's a couple of overlaps there that you work out and then they still use, even though it's 1666, they still use the main actors from parts one and two to play these characters from the 60s. So you obviously keep them around and you're a bit more invested. So that worked really, really well. So I, I enjoyed that. Um, and, and then since then, I've read um, one of the books that I have, Fear Street, The Overnight. <laughs> I read it during lockdown because it's like 150 pages. Righteous. Um, I, like, I want to read that. I haven't done that yet. So I was Fear Street inspired, hence my reading of that book. Then in that lockdown, seven days, I watched a film a day, seven films. I posted on our Instagram about it. One of them was Gunpowder Milkshake from this year. Question. Led by Karen... Gillen. Gillen. Not a great first name. Probably not the right lead actress for this. It was pretty <gasps> lacklustre. Uh, the fight scenes were cool. Everything else really wasn't. And I really do think it was just, yeah wasn't held up that end because you had such a cool cast the that should have worked and grudge, excuse didn't like it either. The so grudge you hold against Nebula. It feels like that. Honestly. I was totally open to it because she's really convincing in the fight scenes, but I don't know. It just falls away a little bit. Is it because she's beautiful? Is that what sure, it is? Sure, I'm just envious, right? You, well, you hate Pete Davidson because he gets beautiful <laughs> babes. <laughs> oh, my God. I saw a photo of him in his latest side piece today. Um, Wrath of Man. Guy Ritchie. Yes. Have um, you seen it? No, because right. it was only in the cinemas recently. Yes. But I'll probably almost definitely be getting it on Blu-ray. Yeah, it definitely out. recommend it. it yo, Josh Hartnett? I know. Josh Hartnett, He yo. reappears. What the fuck? Since the early 2000s, Tripped me we out, man, him. for real. The guy from Pearl Harbor and all these other great things in the, the 90s. The faculty, Sin City, which wasn't in the 90s. No, no. And every girl's heartthrob of that era. Yeah. Like, everyone loved him, myself 40 included. 40 days, 40 nights, bitches. So he appears again. His character's fun. But... um. It doesn't feel like Guy Ritchie in the, you know, the lock, stock and barrels, uh, gentleman sort of dialogue and uh, pace and that sort of stuff. It's quite different to that. But I really enjoyed it as basically what is a heist slash hostage action. Um, 
and a non-linear storyline so it goes sort of in and out of things is to it piece obvious it all together. Though? Like, do they make a point of pointing out like, okay, so this is clearly before then because the haircuts are um, different or something? Or do you have to no, kind of learn you, that yourself? No, you kind of just you start here and then all of a sudden you're back here and you're like, where? Right, well, we're getting context to how he got to this point um, and why he's doing what he's doing. Um, so, yeah, I actually really enjoyed that. And then I watched Ladies in Black, which is an Australian film on Netflix about the women who worked in retail during 1950s Australia, set in Melbourne. Not enjoyable. Uh, didn't really get into it. Cool cast go. with um, Rachel Taylor at the helm. And then, like, <laughs> oh, um, there was um, Transformers blonde, really uh, blonde chick. Jessica Jones? or the Yeah, um, Jessica okay, Jones yeah. as well, yeah. Um, and then the only one I remembered as well was Noni Hazelhurst. I'm like, play school. She's here. Her husband was in uh, Wolf Creek. But yeah, I didn't really say, get into it. A, she's the former wife of what you call yeah, it. Ex, yeah, ex-wife, yeah. Uh, then I watched The Post, which is directed by Steven Spielberg. Um, it's on Binge. I watched that on Binge, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Meryl Streep and Tom Hanks, I mean. Spielberg, Hank Streep. I had to check that out. I'd actually been meaning to for a while. And, and your old man's a postman. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, and Mum works at the post office. Um, so that second half in particular was really interesting because it's all based on a true story um, from the ooh, 50s or 70s. I think it was the 70s. Yeah, 70s, 1972, when they revealed this big government cover-up and exposed it in the newspapers. And Washington Post, which it's based in, becomes quite a stakeholder in news telling. Um, I watched, finally finished season one of Invincible, the animated series on Amazon which is based on the comics by Robert what's his name Robert Kirkman is that the the guy that did the Walking, Walking Dead? Dead guy yeah. yeah so it's kind of like Walking Dead meat well not really but it's kind of like an animated version of the boys really but adolescent there's more adolescence in it as the heroes and it's it's like the boys is very very brutal <laughs> and has lots of twists and turns so that's gonna be interesting to see what they do uh, what's his that. name J- jk simmons he is the dad and, and sandra o is the mum, and then the steven yoon yeah from yep. walking dead he's the he's the lead um so it's got a really cool cast and the cool thing with amazon is you press the up button and you can see who's in each scene you're laughing at yourself? No, I'm just remembering oh, I, mean, I was oh. listening to Bobby Lee and um, Andrew mm. Santino and Best, oh, sorry, Bad Friends, and Bobby Lee couldn't watch Walking Dead oh. because of Stephen Yu. Bobby Lee's also Korean. Oh. Because of the hot chick he ends up with. He's oh. like, I don't give a fuck that it's the end of the world. Maggie. No <laughs> Korean dude could get a chick like that. And he's just like, that's when the show lost it for me. And Santino's like, it's a show about fucking zombies. He's like, yeah, zombies rule. He's like, but that's the unrealistic part to you. He's like, yes. <laughs> zombies are real. Yeah, yeah, they could exist. He's like, in that world, yes, it's realistic. But that's the unrealistic part. <laughs> that's absolutely hilarious. And how everyone has their own like. That's um, where you draw the line. Yeah, drawing the line. Yeah. Hilarious. Um, I then watched La La Land, which is Goss. Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling. Oh, I love him. He does all his own uh, music, like piano playing, and that's so impressive. Want a toothpick? I actually really, really enjoyed that. It's not too musical, if that makes sense. It's not throwing a song down your throat every two minutes. Um, and it was quite heartfelt how it ended. It wasn't what I would call a Hollywood ending. And the fun thing is it was recent in released in 2016, but it's – clearly got modern elements and then it's kind of timeless because it could have been a period piece like you don't know what era it's set in like it looks like the 50s looks like 50s hollywood but then they go to a party and ryan gosling's been 
hired to play piano in this band and they're doing 80s covers like the timeline's really really cool within that and the 80s part of it was hilarious because i love those songs i watched the iron lady which is mel streep portraying um the uk's prime minister margaret thatcher brilliant performance she wins the oscar for in like in 2012 wait sorry who was this uh, meryl streep portrays maggie thatcher the pm for yeah margaret thatcher everyone yeah. hated her from what they hated her right? oh yeah it's very hit and miss just because she made really cutthroat decisions mm. um i, I watched because she was a c-word <laughs> cow <laughs> that too yep yep I watched season one of Normal People, which was a TV series on Stan based on the Sally Rooney novel I read earlier this year. So I wanted to check it out to see how it was adapted and very, very well adapted. Um, quite tricky because it goes over a number of years. And so each episode's kind of a different time period of their relationship. Shit's Creek season two. Smashed that out much quicker than I did season one. They've gotten into the rhythm of it a bit now. I'm very used to the characters and their dynamic and how good the comedy. Um, oh, God, I've forgotten her name. Help. Oh, the Home Alone actress? Yes. Uh, yep. Fuck. I'm blanking as well. What the hell? You wouldn't remember anyway. No. You don't even know this, the dude who created it. Eh? Dan Levy. Jesus. <laughs> and Eugene Levy. He's of American Pie fame, yeah. Um, that's going to kill us when we hear this name, by the way. She's Catherine O'Hara, I think. That's it. Yeah, didn't you're right. Yeah, I know. Even, I know. You have, even... you, I've done that before. I've gone to look and then realised in the moment. Yeah, she is... Oh, such a weird character. And you're like, what is this person? Then you realise she's the most hilarious one of all of them. Yeah, Conan loves that show, obviously. Oh, cool. But um, he had both Catherine O'Hara and Eugene, Eugene. Levy on his podcast. Oh, right. And he was just talking about the strange way she pronounces things. <laughs> oh, I couldn't even give an example. Yeah. But it's shocking. But you get like, for, well, there was I'll, one real key one the other day and I've already forgotten just, it. Let's, let me find it. So like Monopoly, she would call yeah. it Monopoly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she's right. Like... You can't challenge her for being wrong. Mm. <laughs> she, in her mind, she is correct. Oh, my God. She is very unique for sure. So she's quite entertaining. Um, I watched Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. I laughed from start to finish. It was just much quicker um, than the first one. And obviously a lot of Sam Hayek, which the first one didn't have, and talks for a third one. And a, a surprise little cameo there, which I wasn't expecting. But, yeah, I actually laughed out loud. It was perfect for the lockdown because it's like, oh, I can just switch off for a couple of hours and enjoy myself. So definitely recommend watching that when you can access it. I'd love to see that because I did very much enjoy the first one. 100%. Um, and Selma Hayek, can't go wrong with that bitch. Absolutely not. And I finished season one of Line of Duty, the UK. You know, I was talking about it, the kind of the agents that investigate the police. Uh, oh, yeah, and I was just setting. like, like um, internal investigations. Correct. And you yeah, were like, yeah, yeah, they're called bleh. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, DS12. Um, so, excuse you and I finished. That's one we're watching together, season one the other day. It was really good. Um, so, enjoyed that. And then we're going to be talking about a movie called Jungle Cruise um, a little bit later in the episode. In discussing what we what we have watched lately, another part of that conversation are any trailers that you've watched since our last podcast that's worth mentioning. That's me and my favourite nephew. Oh, damn. Favourite nephew. <laughs> you know this is recorded, right? This exists forever. That's him looking at my beard. Wait, Dylan? 
No. Mm-hmm. Dylan's the oldest one or is that Dylan? Dylan's the oldest one. Okay. This is little K, baby K. He's my man. Baby K. Yeah, look at him. Look at that smile. <laughs> Sorry, what were you saying? Oh, um, Trailers. Have you watched any Fuck recently? Fuck yeah, but I'll let you go first. No, wait, I'll go first because then we can dialogue about the ones yes, we have Yes, the two I've watched we've both seen recently. All right. Jackass 4 ever I watched the trailer for that I've heard there's another film coming out it's strange because they all Mm. look their age yeah like Steve-O's grey Knoxville's grey um obviously Ryan Dunn R.I.P is the only one not in it because well actually and also Bam Margera chose not to be in it but okay um don't know if I'll watch it because I was never really into the Jackass crew I was more of a Viva La Bam kind of kid yeah um, right the trailer, you know, it made me giggle because I was like, ah, oh, they've missed this. <laughs> Literally almost murdering each other. <laughs> um, I watched the trailer for Lansky starring Harvey Keitel based okay. on, I forget the gangster's name, but his oh, last right. name was Lansky. So he was the, 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 the kind of like the Jewish connect yep. of the five families we went way back when. Um, I saw the trailer for Rapper Purge, which I think oh, was yeah. out the July 4th, but I only recently saw the trailer. Is that um, the fourth in the series, or let's there's say, definitely three others? Let's say fourth, but it could also potentially be the fifth. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's got. Remember this guy? Oh, I was gonna Josh Lucas. Remember him? Yeah. 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 He's in it. Right. Good. Cool. These uh, actors are resurfacing after Good COVID. Good for him, huh? Good for you. Good for you. But yeah, basically, people after the purge decide to keep purging because they're like, "Hey, fuck you, go oh, forever purge." Gotcha. Yep. Saw the trailer for June. <coughs> yes, there's a second one that's just been released. Yes. A new trailer. There's Yeah, two trailers now for that. That's that, the book I read this year. I'm well aware. Right but there. That might be the trailer I recently saw. But I was super impressed with the cast. You got oh, dude, Z- the Zendaya, cast is amazing. Jason Momoa, Josh Brolin, Oscar Isaac. Rebecca Ferguson. Dave Batista, Javier Bardem. Like Timothy fuck. Shyamalan. He was. I was deliberately avoiding him because <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> he will get. Um. He will get audience members there for sure. Because he's a piece of turd. Um. And finally, I saw the trailer for Ghostbusters, the new uh, ah, trailer Afterlife, for Ghostbusters right? Afterlife, which gives just a, a wee bit more perspective on what's happening. Yeah, that'll be out soon. So you got any questions about them, motherfuckers? Uh, no. Nah. Well, fuck you too. You said you're not going to see Jackass. Are you going to watch Forever Purge? Yeah. Have you seen all the others? Yeah. Ah, okay. But I just genuinely can't remember because there's yeah. one set in Staten Island, which is the recentish ah. <laughs> one. Yep. Yeah, they watch. They. What, what are you laughing for? I'm just you, Staten Island, of course. <laughs> Take it easy, right? <laughs> Take it easy, man. Uh, there's the original one with uh, our girl Lena Headey. Yeah, I like. That's the one which I have just seen. In the house. Uh, yeah, I do like and that I one. I can't remember if the second one was called Purge Anarchy or that was the latest. There's one. There's an anarchy one. But there's as well, one yeah. with my man's Frank Grillo. Nice. Yeah. Which I think also has, forget it, not important. The two trailers I've watched and I showed you during our Din Dins, aka dinner, season nine trailer of Dexter coming to Showtime November 7. Obviously, we've known for a little while now they're going to not redo, but just, uh, what's the word? Reprise the role of Dexter. Uh, the only returning cast member, Michael C. Hall, playing Dexter, of course, in the title. Um, in this very new setting, together, Michael C. Hall. Michael like C. Hall. His last name C. Hall. <laughs> Michael C. Hall. <laughs> Michael C. Hall. <laughs> um, yeah, so we know at the end of season eight, he goes off into be a, a lumberjack, 
basically. And it's picking up there in his new setting. I think going to be a little time has passed, obviously, since then. What's it's her name, Yvonne Shavosky? Yes, Yvonne Shavosky. She stole his kid, right? Mm, yes, from memory, and he killed his sister. And we did think, is Deb going to reappear as sort of the ghost figure like the dad was in the first eight seasons? Um, but, yeah, no one's returning but Michael playing Dexter. So that's going to be interesting. Um, yeah, we, yeah, we're not too sure how we feel about this because we don't see a need for it. I, yeah, the, the trailer's not giving me much of a reason no. to want to watch it. No. And, uh, the charm of the first one was oh, very much like so the character good. of Miami. Yeah, true. You know? like, yeah, this was a character on its own was the setting for sure. So yeah, we'll, we'll see. I, I think I definitely will watch it because I'm just very curious to see if it, can sort of hold up with seasons one to six we know seven and eight weren't too flash but in better news august 12th is a pretty cool day one reason why it's a cool day is brooklyn 99 season eight the final season of the series will air i'm not sure how many episodes it's going to be but it's nbc um if it's anything like the last season it'll only be like 12 it'll be a little bit shorter which sucks but there is a, a fun trailer out for that at the moment where we can get pretty excited about well, 10 days time we'll start investing in brooklyn 99 characters for the last time and then probably go back and rewatch it from the start you gotta miss diaz yeah <laughs> yeah rosa diaz yeah no there's a lot of fun characters <laughs> um so i'm definitely gonna miss having a chuckle at that very keen to re-watch it all actually to be honest so yeah that's out in 10 days check it out uh, if you haven't already see all the other seasons are on netflix we are here to talk a little bit about our feature for this episode which is disney's jungle cruise released july 30 i think two three days ago um we can access it as australians in cinemas but it is there on disney plus much like black widow you can purchase it for a pretty penny um and access it 39 bucks or 35 bucks here in australia 30 in the u.s you can access it early or wait for a couple months time when it will become available to every disney plus user which includes mjk and myself so disney plus you know feel free to give us a little sponsor here and there a little tootski little this is a film that features dwayne the rock johnson and emily blunt directed by you can be the Catherine o'hara of this segment so this was not a name that rang any bells with me when i looked it up and then in looking at his credits his dossier his dossier he's done a lot of horror films in the lead up which is quite the contrast to a disney action film which very much feels like a indiana jones um pirates of the caribbean sort of adventure that we've seen before so it has a very disney vibe about it it's a family orientated film um some of the best parts of it are the well before i get to that actually the whole thing like pirates of the caribbean is based on a theme park ride of course, they've got the right there already. Let's make a movie. That's right. So that's what Disney. they did with shit. That's what they did with Pirates of the Caribbean, and that franchise of five films. I read this today, raked in four point five billion dollars <laughs> in the box office. So and the it first made one was the penny. only good movie. It was a brilliant film. Johnny Depp was even nominated for an Oscar for his role, and 
Captain Jack Sparrow. Captain Jack Sparrow. Um, so, yeah, it, like Pirates, it was based on a Disneyland, th- specifically Disneyland ride, which I realised I've been on when I went to America in 2000 with my family as a year eight person, student. Um, yeah, I went on the Jungle Cruise thing because I'm remembering... Yep, that was your whole identity. You were year <laughs> eight. <laughs> the whole thing was like, you're on a boat, you're on the river, you're being sort of alerted to all the things around you by this this captain or yeah captain of the boat and he's making all these terrible funny one-liners and things jump out at you there's animals there's things that popping up out of the water but it's bits of scare factor i guess and they've made a whole film out of it basically which is quite strange and one of the best parts of it are all of the really bad puns slash dad jokes and a lot of them actually come from the scripts that the they're not actors, but the hosts, the pilots, the captains, whatever they were on those boats working for Disneyland would use as their speech for when they had people on the boat. So it's true to the source material. It's true to the source material. <laughs> you know, like, oh, I had an, uh, my ex-girlfriend was cross-eyed. I'm pretty sure she was seeing other people. Like, just really bad. <laughs> Where you're going, they're so bad that they're so good. And he's just... Yeah. Especially if you're saying, with, every time. especially if you're saying with conviction, like hey. yeah, and the Rock does. But one um, commentary I read today as well was that you know this is the Rock, just the Rock. It, there's no differentiation between this character and say his character in Jumanji, which it this movie did remind me quite a lot of Jumanji because we're set out on this island. It's got this mythical thing of I must find the the stone heart and release the curse. Blah blah blah. Is that Emily Blunt. Yeah. <laughs> just waiting. I was like. That's yeah. not that's not Dwayne, Dwayne. So her and The Rock were a good pair up. Um, this fun, you know, gimmicky childish action, which is fun. Jake Whitehall plays her brother, Jack, and he Jack Whitehall. Jack Whitehall, sorry, plays her brother. And um, who does Edgar Ramirez play? Who? Edgar Ramirez. Um, he is the cursed big bad who's like a four hundred year old who's trapped in the jungle. What about Jesse Plemons? Says he plays a prince. Uh, yeah, he plays a prince. I actually know. Oh, wait. Show me his face. He's the German prince from memory. Yeah, he's the baddie. So he's also trying to get to this heartstone thing to release a curse or cure any illness. Obviously, we, you never really know why he wants the heart of stone. Because he's German. He wants to take yeah. over the world. <laughs> he's just there traveling this um, Hitler's river or in his submarine. Yeah, I don't think totally you could. Yeah, normal. exactly. don't think you can do that in a river. So, questions. MJK, you've got no, your I hand just, up there. I just wanted to oh. throw one in because um, mm-hmm. keep going if you want. Oh, yeah. Um, Emily Blunte. Yes, Blunte. <laughs> is she a damsel in distress or is she boss no, bitch? No, no, boss bitch. She wears, literally is wearing pants and he refers to her the whole thing as, all right, pants. Because it's said in the uh, 19th century. It's, yeah, sort of like a period piece. It's not said in modern times. Um, so it's odd for her to be wearing pants and they make, you know, it's a bit on the nose to go, why are you wearing pants and not a dress like every other lady? And no, she very, she's not a damsel in distress. Right so on. that's cool. Um, so yeah, I don't recall. I think I had a couple little chuckles to myself. But, you know, it's Disney action. So if you can get on board with something like Jumanji, um, add a bit of Indiana Jones into it, it's, it's relatively enjoyable. It's The whole idea is two hours, boom, escape to another world, get out of this reality for a little bit for sure. Um it is what it is. So it was relatively enjoyable. It's hit and miss with the reviews. 
I think it's like 6.8 on IMDb. Which is probably more generous than Rotten Tomatoes. I still don't know why people use that as a source. No, wait, it's not. He got a really good review on Rotten Tomatoes because Dwayne shared it. Yes, it was 94%, but when I looked today, it was 63. So can it drop? Because it's just fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some other so the initial reactions people. were very, very positive. Like, just have a bit of fun with it. And yeah, it was probably mums who like his muscles. <laughs> Maybe, but that's every other film. Why is he not always getting ninety four percent in that opening oh, week? They, they, were, they had an excuse to take their kids. To yeah, see true. Right. Very good point. So, uh, yeah, if you want to check it out in the movies for Australia and Disney Plus for everyone else. With that noise, it's time for another MJK Marvel movie thing. Because we all know Marvel's taking over the universe, cinema, and all that shit. So I take a Marvel character and a movie that the actor's been in previously, and I replace that character with the name of the Marvelesque. So without any further ado, here's we go. So Captain America, he's the big boy on campus, he's the big jock with the big sideburns. <laughs> He's the star quarterback. <laughs> and his sister wants to make love to him. <laughs> I know exactly where you're at, but I want you to finish. And there's a side story with uh, three other buddies who are in detention and they're all trying to lose their virginity. <laughs> and let's not forget about dear Janie with those overalls and glasses. Kyla Lee. Yeah, she's got it. <laughs> she had it before I even opened my mouth. Yeah, it's sideburns. <laughs> <laughs> so, who else is from is there anyone else from the Marvel Universe in that no <laughs> the funny thing is he's two Marvel characters so you could also yeah, say I know, the yeah. other one man. yeah but yeah I, nah, I'd only do that with the Deadpool know. thing yeah um, anyway his sister wants yeah. to sleep with him so he takes he takes dear Janie and sings her a song and tells everybody she's got a gun <laughs> Janie's got a gun and then his sister who wants to sleep with him gives her a makeover and she becomes the hottest <laughs> shit and then she realizes dear Janie that he only did it for a bet and then Molly Ringwald's there <laughs> worth mentioning the nerd doesn't get the girl and that's it enter slow clap and he finally gets it he gets it gets it in the classic but someone steals it from him romantic comedy airport scene so so Jade Marie mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll give you three points if you guess the movie <laughs> Not another teen movie. I was genuinely thinking you were going to say podcast. <laughs> Which, as you know, if you listen to our first ever episode, season one is where we got the idea for the name was based on not another teen movie because we absolutely love that film. We've seen it multiple times. It takes the piss take out of a lot of like romantic teenage films from the 90s, like 10 Things I Had About You, She's All That is, are the two main premises. And then other things like Breakfast Club and so forth. And great characters too, like the nerdy chick who is yeah, actually really hot and has a lot of personality. Yeah, yeah. The the jock who everybody thinks is superficial, but he's actually kind of a nice guy, even though if he makes bad decisions. Let's the nerd. Not, let's not forget about the stereotypical black guy. Shit, damn, that's whack. Yeah, yeah. And the foreign exchange student who always gets the tits out. <laughs> 
<laughs> All of these tropes for sure. And the nerdy girl turned pretty. He just mm-hmm. takes off her glasses and undoes her ponytail. Yeah. <laughs> and she's transformed. I'm a miracle worker. I'd actually be interested to know where people can watch that. So um, if you can look it up, it's surely it's on a streaming service somewhere. Hopefully got to be somewhere. Uh, not another team movie. Oh, before we finish, we're going to get to a bit of news and or gossip. <laughs> and I'm going to start by we'll mentioning something I saw there. on imdb.com today. Hashtag sponsor us. Where Taco Atiti, who's going to be depicting Flash Gordon, there was going to be an animation. It's now going to be a live action film. I had something else that I thought of in the car, but it slipped my mind this evening. But I was definitely going to mention um, the stuff, the lawsuit that's going on right now with Scarlett Johansson in suing Disney Plus for breaking or the breach of contract in that, you know, this was promised to be a theatrical release because there are huge issues with this being obviously pirated online, being that it's there on Disney so people are able to get digital copies of it and put it on said websites for anyone to download and it means people aren't going to the cinema to see it, even in places like Australia where we have full access to cinemas now that we're back out of lockdown. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what she gets away with. It sounded like Kevin Feig was really disappointed in this. I don't know if he was Feige. disappointed. Feige was disappointed in Disney+. Plus. Or with her. Breaking a contract or with her. I'm not sure. I haven't read into it too much. I don't want to kind of wait to see what happens with it so I can then report well, more This is what facts. I'm super duper confused about. Okay. Is what the fuck kind of communication breakdown would you have to have on either side for this? Yeah. Because obviously she wants her box office. Yeah, 100%. So she should. Which she would have gotten if this came out before Endgame. Look how many people saw Captain Marvel and people don't even know Captain Marvel. Or like her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And there's been a lot of hate around Captain Marvel and Brie Larson in particular that just wouldn't have existed if it was a Black Widow film. So My mum and sister liked it at least though. So, target audience. <laughs> so yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with this lawsuit. And I think there should be a bit of a window where it's just in the the cinema um, before it's exclusively on Disney Plus. They still have to buy it on Disney Plus, but it's obviously separate to box office stuff. So surely like it can be said, accumulative. One, one person buys it and then puts it up for oh. legal download. Yeah, and then thousands of it access it that way. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Watch this space. Did you have anything else to add? The only thing I wanted to point out was mm-hmm. literally today for us, yesterday in the United States, Pro Wrestling Gorilla won their first show since pre-pandemic. Mystery Vortex 7, which is just a mystery show, essentially, in the sense that hmm. e- every match you know oh, nothing about. no idea who's and, turning up. Yeah, and this is peak indies in the American wrestling. They run, essentially, one show a month, if that. They always get mm-hmm. in super talent. And uh, <clears throat> seeing there's been a ridiculous amount of releases in the WWE recently, everyone was like, ooh, who's going to show up? And, of course, the former Tommy End, who was a huge sensation in pro wrestling, gorilla showed up and basically... Uh, you know, ran off a returning Super Dragon. I know none of this means anything to you, but it was all very exciting <laughs> to see because uh, they film exclusively for Blu-ray and DVD releases. So basically the only way people knew what was going on is via Twitter and uh, news sources, um, mm-hmm. SoCal Uncensored. So all very exciting to see that the world's kind of getting back to normal, especially with one of the great American indies. And uh, good to see Tommy Enns uh, still working. So good for them. Yeah, right. So, um, 
anything you're looking forward to before we ne- we record our next podcast? Hopefully in a couple of weeks' time. Well, I uh, picked up on Blu-ray today. Blu-ray. Watch out. You ready for this? What? Pirate Parasite. Oh, no way. Still haven't seen it. You seen it? No, I still haven't. Oh, come back with... It is on Stan, I believe. Come back with a full report. Oh, shit. Any Marvel people in there that you can use? <laughs> Probably by Shang-Chi. Yeah, hey. yeah, yeah, true that, true that. And I also picked up uh, Boss Level and the latest Mortal Kombat because they were also out and it was buy two, get one free, so why not? Yeah, nice. There's a lot of discounts yeah. on that at the moment. Um, plus, I'll hopefully City on a Hill Season 2 I'll yeah. finish, but I'm thinking of giving it a little bit of time because the next season's not out until next year. Yeah, so, okay. Uh, no rush. Yeah. And uh, I've got a couple other shows that I've started watching, which I haven't mentioned, but I'll have, have, have them done by then. And uh, yeah, I'd love to be watching me some Suey. Yes, Tender. No, it's actually out on this Thursday. So three days time, Suicide Squad's in Australian cinemas. Um, I'm seeing it on Sunday night. So we're hopefully going to have that as our feature for the next episode. So it's definitely something to look forward to. What? I'm going to f- hopefully... Oh, yes. What crew are you going with? I'm going with the boys club plus my friends Beck and Camp. So there's going to be six of us in total on the Sunday night at a, the extreme screen at Hoyt's Noywood. Becca Chick, Cameron Dude. Yeah. Fucking nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> Beck's a dude? Wait, what? Could, um, could happen. I'm also currently playing on PS4 Ghosts of Shishima. Beck so Bennett. Beck. Um, so hopefully I can finish that game I'm at the end of Act 2 at the moment Shogun at Japan is bloody brilliant and I'm reading Nine Perfect Strangers by Leanne Morialty which is actually going to be a limited series released August 18th so as well as Suicide Squad Brooklyn Nine-Nine uh, Nine Perfect Strangers limited series there's quite a bit to do quite a bit to look forward to that we can discuss next time on another podcast so what was that name of that person you just said with the Moriarty? Leanne Moriarty. What is she doing? Sorry, are you on? Um, a book called Nine Perfect Strangers is being adapted. She's the same author of Big Little Lies. And this is being adapted with Nicole Kidman and again um, into a limited series with Melissa McCarthy and uh, Bobby Kavanagh. Yeah, Bobby Kavanagh. Yeah. Bobby Kavanagh. You know him from Will and Grace, right? Yeah, a few things. Rose Byrne's husband. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) of course. (laughs) Ant-Man. Oh, no, wait. What was he Rose Byrne's husband in? No, in real life. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. I did not know that. Oh my god, mine's blown. Really? That's my new favorite couple scene. We have in Naomi Watson together. Them. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. So um, it's gonna be a cool cast. Oh, I'm so glad she's got such a strong man in her life. <laughs> strong man in her life. So good. Good, good for her. It's good, sorry, good for him for good scoring for him. a yeah, fucking well, babe too. too. Well played to the both of them. Um. So yeah, lots to look forward to. Uh, thank you, Kip Crew, for uh, checking Represent. in again. And uh, we'll be here next time, wrapping or not. You'll just have to wait and see. Or will we? Thank you for tuning in to not another podcast. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook or Instagram. All one word, not another podcast with two T's. Or check us out on Twitter, Tweets by Nap. Wherever you are, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. <laughs>